closer to the athletes, coaches, families, and fans of Cincinnati sports. It's On the Sidelines with Q102's Molly Watson and Lindsey Patterson. Presented by OrthoCincy, the orthopedic authority. We are back on the sidelines with a very special guest with us today. Uh, hey there, it's Molly Watson and Lindsay Patterson from Bulldog to Bengal. This is a remarkable story of Joe Burrow. I think a name we are pretty familiar with, Lindsay, I would say, here 100%. especially on our show. A small town boy whose hard work and stoic nature have taken him to the top of the football mountain. Joining us today, author Scott Burson uh, on his new book, From Bulldog to Bengal, The Joe Burrow Story Through the Eyes of His Home town. Hey, Scott, how are you? Thank you so much for joining us. I'm doing wonderful. How are you guys doing? Great. It is so great to talk to you. We have a lot of questions. So uh, thank you so much for taking the time to hop on with us. I want to get to some of these questions and I'm sure you've uh, been doing quite a few interviews. So we'll get we'll go ahead and get to it. How long have you been writing and and give us a little bit about your background? Yeah, sure. Well, I grew up in Athens. uh, So I graduated from Athens High School. And then I went off and had a career in sports writing, sports publishing, sports information. I uh, worked at the University of Florida for several years, and I managed a sports publishing company in Lexington, Kentucky. So I've written uh, quite a bit of uh, – I've done quite a bit of sports writing, but I've written a number of different kind of books. So I've written four books. Uh, this is my, my fourth book. And you're talking to two English broadcasting communication majors right now, so we know all about the writing process and collecting information, citing sources – this book was a lot of work. Tell us about the process. Oh, wow. The, har- the hardest part is just getting your mojo, right? Kind of getting the juice for the project. But I really don't take on a project unless I feel like I've got the energy and the, and the juice for it. And uh, this, is, this is definitely a labor of love. I mean, my hometown guy, uh, this is a region that I love. Um, you know, I spent my first 18 years there. You know, Appalachia, you know, needs a lot of help. And Joe Burrow has, has provided uh, a lot of hope and a lot of help uh, to, to the area. You're from Athens, so when you go home, what's it like seeing Joe Burrow, I'm sure, everywhere around town, his name everywhere? Yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of crazy, um, you know, seeing, seeing his name on the back of the football stadium, you know, where I spent a lot of time, you know, as a kid growing up and in high school. I was a basketball player. I wasn't a football player, but I spent a lot of time uh, there. But uh, he is as you might imagine, is really uh, revered. And my, my co-author for this, this book, his name is Sam Smathers, and Sam was Joe's first youth coach. So he uh, coached uh, Joe from uh, third through sixth grade. So he stays in touch with Joe. In fact, Joe was just uh, at his house uh, a couple weeks ago. So every time he's back in the Plains, and the Plains is part of Athens County, that's where Athens High School is, he stops in and visits with Sam. How long did it take you to write this book, and what inspired you to, to share Joe's story? Yeah, so um, I'm a university professor in addition to being a writer, and so I have my, my summers off. So that's when I do most of my, my writing. So it was really about a five-month project, uh, really knocked it out last last summer. Um, it started out really, if you, if you uh, would give me just a moment, I'll give you the backstory. It started out as a, a book on seven different Athens high school grads who are prominent in different uh, fields or different lanes. So Joe would be in the sports lane. Maya Lin, uh, who designed the Vietnam Vet Memorial in Washington, D.C., as an undergrad at Yale. She was a senior when I was a freshman. Atul Gawande is a well-known New York Times bestselling author. He's a surgeon. Uh, he is in the Biden administration. Bill Greer, 
has had a career in the music industry. He was Ozzy Osbourne's manager for many years, so you can imagine he has some stories to tell. <laughs> uh, but when I started interviewing people about Joe, I said, you know, we've got so much great material on Joe. I think we could do a biography on Joe right now. Uh, first 25 years, 26 years of Joe's life, and that's what we decided to do. Spring brings new beginnings, but it can also bring unexpected injuries. Ortho Cincy Orthopedic Urgent Care is more affordable than a busy ER. With five convenient locations, including extended evening and Saturday hours in Edgewood and Anderson, Ortho Cincy Orthopedic Urgent Care makes it easy to get the care you need. Simply walk in, no appointment necessary. Visit orthocincy.com to learn more. That's orthocincy.com. Wow. So, okay. So my mind is like all over the place right now. When you say we have so much to work with, I'm like, oh my gosh, give me all the scoop. Because I think what is so endearing, what especially us here in Cincinnati love about Joe is how humble, is how private he is. What would be something that we would be shocked to know about Joe? (laughs) I don't know if there's anything that's that's shocking, but there are a lot of... Maybe that's not the right word. (laughs) You know, I mean, I think you, you kind of... You see, Joe, you know, like you said, he's a private guy. He's a humble guy. I mean, I don't think there's anything too too shocking. I mean, his parents, uh, the, the family authorized this biography, and Jimmy and, and Rob and his parents sat down for interviews uh, with me, which I really appreciated. And then they read it as I was writing it. So each chapter, uh, Jimmy and, and Robin would sign off on it. So, you know, I wasn't writing a a book where I was looking for dirt, <laughs> you know, but uh, I couldn't find any. You know, I interviewed 60 people in Athens County. Uh, I mentioned a moment ago that I worked at the University of Florida in their sports information office, and we all know Tim Tebow uh, played at the University of Florida, and we would have uh, so many reporters, national reporters, that would come down to Gainesville trying to find dirt on Tim Tebow, and the best they could find is he was chewing on his fingernails. You know, that was the most dirt they could find. <laughs> Same, same thing with Joe Burrow. I don't think he chews on his, his fingernails, but every person I spoke to said Joe's just the best guy that I've ever known, the best uh, player I've ever coached, the best student I've ever had, just the best friend you could ever have. And, you know, big man on campus, you would think there'd be somebody who would have an axe to grind with Joe, but I couldn't find anybody. Wow. I mean, he didn't, he didn't act like the big jock. In fact, uh, I talked to his uh, principal. Well, actually, he was his physics teacher, who's now the principal uh uh, Chad Springer is his name at Athens High School, and he said that there was a student with multiple disabilities, and Joe would go out of his way to make sure that that student would go from class to class. So a supremely inclusive guy uh, would sit with anybody in the lunchroom, would never turn anybody away. So just a, a great guy. You know, and that that's great to hear. I have goosebumps as you say mm-hmm. that because it's like we yeah. all have this vision of who he is and who we hope he is, and hearing that just makes you feel that much better because – you know, of course, he's someone we would love to get on the sidelines on our podcast, but he is a private yeah. guy. You know, he, he yeah. likes to kind of keep to himself. He does. He, and he has a very tight uh, circle of family and friends, uh, you know, who kind of protect him. And uh, I, I really think it was an advantage for me, you know, to have this Athens background. And my dad was the first city recreation director in Athens. Uh, in fact, he's the one who started uh, during his ten- tenure, uh, Saturday morning youth tackle football started there, and it went away for a while, concern over head injuries, and then it came back with Sam Smathers, my co-author. Uh, he kind of led a crusade to bring it back just in time to coach Joe. But that was one of the reasons why you know Sam and I got together. I felt like that book ending between my dad and him and, and youth sports uh, in the area, but a, a very tight uh, group. So I think you know having this Athens pedigree, knowing people in Athens gave me access in a way that maybe – 
somebody from New York or Chicago, uh, L.A., they wouldn't have gotten the same access. That is very true, um, which kind of brings us to our next question, you know, getting into the book a little bit more. How is it arranged? Like kind of loosely tell us from start to finish mm-hmm. how this goes. Yeah, so, I mean, it really is a biography. Um, you know, so there's an, there's an introduction, and then uh, the first chapter really focuses more on his parents and focuses on Jimmy, and uh, Jimmy grew up in Mississippi. He was a great athlete. Uh, he played at Ole Miss, then he transferred to Nebraska, had a great career at Nebraska, played a little bit in the NFL. His final game, he only played three games, actually, for the Packers. He got drafted by the Green Bay Packers, played three games. His final game was in Cincinnati against the Bengals. And okay. so his career, his career ended right on the Ohio River, right where his son uh, Joe would become the, the king of the jungle, king of the Queen City. But he went on and then played in the CFL for many years, has been a great, uh, he's had a great coaching career. And then Robin, uh, her story is brought in as well. And then Joe was born in Ames, Iowa. They moved to Lincoln, Nebraska, and then uh, to Fargo, uh, North Dakota, before they, they uh, moved to Athens when Joe was in second grade. So so then it just picks up with Joe from that point on. And so his youth sports years, um, his basketball career in high school, his football career in high school, and then what happened at Ohio State, LSU, and then with the Bengals. So it's a fairly lengthy book. It's about 300 pages, about 800 citations uh, in the book, but it's certainly written in a very accessible uh, sort of way. The story about his parents, I think, is really insightful stuff to start in the book. It's kind of crazy. I first met Joe. He was actually the quarterback of the Athens football team. I was the sideline reporter for Time Warner Sports, and it was the game before they went to state. And I remember just seeing the city of Athens and how cool, you know, they traveled. It was such a big game when they played LeBron's old high school. And uh, Joe Joe just had himself a second half. And and we've already talked a little bit about Joe and, and He's kind of a private guy. He does a lot of good behind the scenes for the city of Athens. But what other things did you learn about Joe and his story through researching and writing this book? Yeah, one one of the really interesting, I've got so many great stories and anecdotes, and I'll share a few with you. Um, But one of the things that was really interesting to me personally was it was surprising how many people I knew growing up were actually an integral part of his life growing up. So people I went to high school with who, like Don Cooley, was a year behind me, he became you know, his youth basketball and baseball coach and coached coach Joe in 400 games. So he really knew Joe well, and he gave me wonderful, wonderful stories. Uh, the lady that I went to high school with, she was a year behind me. She's the one that got Joe uh, addicted to caramel apple suckers, which was a, a pregame ritual that he had through high school and through Ohio State and all the way through LSU. He doesn't do it anymore, but, I mean, she had the house, you know, the neighborhood house where everyone would come over. The big gang would come over. They they had a big gang of 20 to 30 girls and boys. And uh, she went down to Dollar General one day and just bought a, a bag of uh, of these suckers, uh, just treats for the kids to have. And uh, they would grab their treats and go down to the basement. She said that like five minutes after they went down to the basement, she heard these steps, you know, these these footsteps coming up the steps. And and the door opened. It was Joe, and he was sucking on he was sucking on this uh, sucker. And he said, "Where in the world did you get this? This is amazing!" <laughs> and so it just became part of his ritual. And Robin and and Jimmy said that uh, you know that the people down in Louisiana got a hold of this when he was at LSU, and they would just drop bags and bags and bags of these caramel apple suckers off on their their steps uh, down there in Louisiana. They still have tons of them. Uh, and so, so things like that, the little, little stuff that kind of ties into my background also ties into Joe's story. We have the same elementary school principal separated by 35 years. So at any rate, I mean, things like that were really cool. Are you a Bengals fan, Scott? 
I have been a Bengals fan since 1968. There so we go. That, uh, yeah, I think that, that qualifies me as yeah. a Bengals fan. I mean, people in Athens County go three ways, as you might imagine. Uh, up north to the Browns, you know, over east uh, to, uh, to the Steelers, and then those that that choose the right team and, uh, and and choose the Bengals. Of course, I don't think I chose my team. Like many of us, our parents choose a team, and then it's in our DNA. So my dad was a Paul Brown fan. So when he came down from Cleveland to start uh, the Bengals uh, in uh, in the late 60s, you know, that's all I knew was the Bengals. So, yeah, I've been a Bengals fan from the beginning. No, it's funny you say that because I'm a similar situation. I grew up uh, mm-hmm. in a family with season tickets, and I always tell mm-hmm. people when, when the Bengals weren't good, I was like, it's my dad's fault. He made me root for this team. Yes. And, and now it's it's finally paying off, and, and Joe Burrow is a really big reason for that. But what's it been yeah. like as a Bengals fan, and you're writing this book behind the scenes and seeing what Joe was able to do in such a short period of time with the Cincinnati Bengals? Yeah, I mean, it's... It's, uh, you know, planets have aligned uh, for a lot of people in Athens County, you know, for me in particular. I mean, it's a real honor to be able to put this sacred story down on paper. And it is a sacred story to the people of Athens County and people that know Joe uh, directly and personally. You know, this is, it's very, uh, very sacred. And so I, I took it very seriously, you know, spent uh, you know, pretty much every, every day for five, six months working on this, got up in the morning. That's all I did, you know, and went to bed at night. My wife was very patient, and uh, in the introduction to the book, one of the acknowledgments, I basically thank her and, and say she gets to pick what we do this summer. Uh, <laughs> but, but no, it was, a, it was a labor of love. That's what got me out of bed in the morning. I want to give it my best effort. You know, I wanted, uh, first and foremost, I wanted the Team Burrow to be happy with the, the project and, and all the feedback I've gotten from them as they are, are happy with it. And, and I wanted my home county to feel good about it, too. And I wanted to give voice to the people of Athens County, and that's why I interviewed so many, so many people. Are you going to do maybe a book signing or anything in the near future that we can talk about? Yeah, we're doing several um, in southern Ohio, but the one in Cincinnati is on, uh, let's see, June 3rd at Joseph Beth. Oh. And so we, yeah, so Sam Smathers and I will both be there uh, for for that particular one. But there's one in the Dayton area and one in Wilmington. That's where the publisher's from. I think, Lindsay, that's your hometown, isn't it? Yes, that's where I'm from. Yeah, yeah so Orange Fraser Press, you're, you've got to be familiar with them. That's really awesome. You're going to have a busy summer. Just when you thought it was going to be quiet, the book is out. <laughs> you you got to go on a book tour now. Yeah. Yes. It, it, yeah. Next week I'll be in England. I'll be taking a group of students to Oxford and London for a week and a half. So I've got that in front of me as well. So it's all good. It's busy times, but it's, it's definitely uh, all good. Well, and like you said, to you have to care about something enough to put this much into yes. it. And I am so excited to read this book. And one more thing. Did you say you talked to 60 different people? Yeah, 60, wow. 60 people. And if you have a second, I'll give you a story. Please. Uh, one of my fav- favorite stories that hasn't hadn't been reported i mean one of the things i found out is that nobody had actually interviewed joe's youth uh, baseball uh, coaches and uh, he was a great baseball player a lot of people thought that was his best sport uh, growing up he ended up not playing in high school so he could focus on basketball and football but great baseball player uh he was with a great great class of athletes and they would just go from sport to sport to sport but they would win every tournament but this particular tournament uh they got homered big time and everybody i talked to agreed i mean the home plate umpire was calling strikes on them that were like a foot off the plate and so you know as it turned out the home plate umpire was the brother of the other team's coach and so it, it does appear that they got homered so they got second place trophies 
Uh, one one kid grabbed his trophy. They were like in third or fourth grade. He grabbed his second place trophy, immediately threw it in the trash can in the dugout. Another another kid just broke it in half. But Joe was very stoic, and he just went home. And later that night, his mother, Robin, called the, the head baseball coach and said, you know, I don't know if I should be proud of Joe or if I should be disturbed, but he's been in his room the last two hours dissecting that trophy piece by piece by piece, and then he tossed it all in the trash can. <laughs> and so I think that tells us a lot of things about Joe. I mean, just laser focus, uh, yeah. you know, just how stoic he is, how he doesn't show his emotions really out in public. He's not going to embarrass anybody out, out in public, but, but you know, he's not, he's not going to settle for second place, especially oh, wow. when he feels like he was robbed. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, he won't, be, he won't be happy until he's at the top of the mountain for sure. She said, I don't know if I should be, what did she say, concerned or disturbed? or Yeah, yeah if I should be proud or, or disturbed. <laughs> he kept his composure, but, you know, took it apart yeah. piece by piece. That is funny. That sounds like our guy. That sounds like our QB, who we just yeah. absolutely adore here in Cincinnati. And uh, I am so excited to read your book, From Bulldog to Bengal, The Joe Burrow Story Through the Eyes of His Hometown. Author Scott Burson and Sam Smathers. Did I say his yes. last name correctly? Yeah, yeah, yeah Smathers, yes. Smathers, yes. Yeah. Um, um, say that one more time. You guys are doing a book signing. Will you say that place and time again? Yeah, uh, Cincinnati, uh, Saturday, June 3rd. It'll be in the afternoon at Joseph Beth. We'll give that some more plugs on the air as well leading up to. So, yeah. uh, And we're going to try yeah. to stop by and see you. Yes. I would love to actually meet you in person. And uh, Yeah, that'd be great. Yes, I can imagine the stories. I mean, I am so excited to read this book. It is out now. People can get it on Amazon. Um, it, they can go to Orange Fraser Press or they can go to Amazon. Uh, if you've got Prime, you know, that's nice, you know, not to, have to pay the shipping, but it, it is available on Amazon as well. Okay, perfect. And we'll actually, we'll get that all linked yep. here on this episode. Yep. So, uh, Scott, thank you so much. Is there anything else you wanted to add? No, I think that's great. Okay. Thanks for having me on your show. Fantastic. It was great talking to you. Thank you so much for shining a light on our um, our precious Joe Burrow, <laughs> we all love yeah. so much. Uh, we all love you. Joe Burrow. We yeah. do, we do. Oh my gosh, down here in Cincinnati, we are we're pretty nuts over him. He's the best. So, uh, thank he you is. so much, Scott. That is it this week on the sidelines. All brought to you by Orthosensi Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. We'll be back in a few days. Thank you, Scott. Thank you, Scott. Hey, thanks for having me.